I like the Alchemist a lot, and I was watching an interview of him, and he was saying that people hear 20% of what's made. And I like really feel that. A lot is practice too. I have a lot of songs that people will never hear. I feel like that's the exercise when you're becoming an artist. It's like sketches. Some of those painters, like they just sketch all the time. Some of them become paintings, some of them, you know, you might start something and you might not even finish it. You know what I'm saying? And you just keep moving on. That's how I think about music. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 9 of the Scene Creative Podcast. Today, I sit down with hip-hop artist Dom Chronicles and talk life, spirituality, music, and art. I hope this conversation encourages you and inspires you and that you're able to take something practical from this conversation and apply it to your own life. So sit back, relax, grab a cup of coffee, and enjoy episode 9 with Dom. You just released some new music. Yeah, man. Uh, love, hate. And uh, a couple months ago, I released a single, another single, uh, In the End. And uh, yeah, just been having fun with it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So man. when at the day that this comes out, Love, Hate will have been out for about a week because this will be next okay. week. Okay. So. Word up. Um, tell me about Love, Hate. What, what, what's kind of the inspiration for it? You know, what were you thinking in the process? Tell us a bit about it. Well, um, the song was actually written like three years ago. Oh, wow. So I, I feel like I feel like if you truly make timeless music, it really don't matter when it come out, you know? So I felt like that was a good song. Uh, my boy, Gloam, who produced the song, he's from Canada, and uh, it's crazy. It's always full circle because I always keep in contact with a lot of the people that I um, was in contact with when I first started or, like, the first people I reached out for beats when I first started rapping and stuff like that and making music. And we've just been cool, like, forever. Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't matter if I'm on the albums or on their albums or they're on mine. We're just always talking. So, you know, that was just one of those tracks that he sent to me and, uh, you know, I just, it was like a stream of consciousness, you know what I mean? Like, I, I get a few tracks like that here and there and uh, where I don't have to really, like, think about what I'm saying. It just kind of just pours out. And, you know, and that's just how I was feeling at the time. You know, I got hella niggas that love me, hella, hella people that hate me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know the rest, you know? So uh, just kind of speaking on my what I deal with sometimes in my life and the uh, the balance between the two because, you know, I feel like we live in this world where, uh, you know, people pleasing is the thing to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And people don't like when you don't do that. You know what I mean? Sometimes, you know, or show that kind of courtesy. You know, I don't show, I, I'm, I don't, people know me, like I don't, show courtesy to everything you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying like things just kind of have to align with me so uh you know it's just kind of dealing with that like you know there are people that love you for who you are there are people that are going to hate you for who you are you know and that's just the yin and yang of you you know truly 
becoming your higher self, you know, at all yeah. points in times, you know. Not everybody's going to ride. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's real. Yeah. Tell me, uh, you know, I know you said that the song was written, like, three years ago. You know, it's just not being released. So, like, would you say, like, with your, you know, your flow, typically... What's like the percentage of things that you're just sitting on versus things that like, oh man, we've been working on this for the last year and now it's out, you know, versus things you've been sitting on for years. Like, man, I have so much music really? that people don't hear. Uh, I'm, I, I, I watch, I, I like the alchemist a lot and I was watching an interview of him and he was saying that like he, yeah, people hear 20% of what's made mm. and I like really feel that, you mm. know, like. Uh, I feel like a lot, a lot, a lot is practice too. You know, I have a lot of songs that people will never hear. You know, because just you know, I might not think it's tight or like, man, I'll, I'll make some one night and be like, oh shit, this is crazy. You know what I'm saying? I'll wake up in the morning and be like, man, that bar sucked. You know, <laughs> like whatever. Um, but at the end of the day, that's just like I feel like that's the exercise. You know what I'm saying? When you're becoming an artist, you know, so. I think uh, it's like sketches, you know, like a sketch, like a, there are painters and then some, some of those painters, like they just sketch all the time. You know, you might not, and then it becomes a painting. Some of them become paintings. Some of them, you know, you might start something and you might not even finish it. You know what I'm saying? And you just keep moving on. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's how I think about music. You know, like sometimes I'll, I'll start a beat. I won't even finish that motherfucker just cause uh, my heart ain't in it no more. Let me, make another one. I'm not going to stop making beats, but I'm going to just be like, okay, well, this is a little drum pattern. Fuck it. Let's keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? I do that with songs all the time. It's like I'll write, start writing a beat and be like, all right, fuck it. I'm just come back to this later. If I'm not like channeling, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. What's kind of like, do you have like practical things as far as like, I'm going to release that or I'm not going to release that? Or is it more just like feeling? It's a feeling thing. I think music is a feeling thing. You know, if I feel, if it makes me feel good and the people that I play it for, you know what I'm saying? Some, I have like a council, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Uh, if they, if it, if it's feeling good, then yeah, I'll drop it. Mm. Yeah. Like if friends, it, like friends and family? Some friends. Yeah, yeah. Some friends. I have some people that I, um, I don't even know. Sometimes I'll send a track to somebody I don't even know. Mm. You know, we might just be friends on Instagram or something, mm. you know, and that's it. I ain't never had a conversation with this person in my life. I might hit them up and be like, hey, <laughs> you know, I'm thinking about this track. I just want to know what you think about it. And they might be somebody that works at a bank or something. They just yeah. be a random person, you know. You should always, I feel like you should always do that, though. Yeah. It shows that you're kind of like, you know, you're a personable person, too, you know. Yeah. Well, I think that's even just from the conversation we've had before we started recording, I think that's seems to be something that's um, really important to you. Like, like we, we even talked about, like, you don't care about you're not trying to become an A-list celebrity. No, you know, like, oh, no, you're not you're not in it for I want to go grocery shopping. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I enjoy normal life. And you want to be able to pay yeah. the bills. And I want to be able to pay the bills. If you could live a normal life. Yeah. And provide for yourself and your family. 
while making art. That's that's, that's the goal, man. Yeah, for sure. You know, or just doing what I want. You know what I mean? Like, you know, of course, it has to be managed. It, I feel like it's all possible. It's just about how you manage it mm-hmm. and manage your time and, like, you know, what you're doing. You know, I couldn't imagine being a celebrity. And I think that's why I probably won't ever be one. It's because I don't imagine it. Your imagination's just, like, so powerful. Yeah. You know, but I don't see myself on Drake level. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I don't want to be there. Yeah. You know, I really don't. Give me the in-between, you know, to where it's like, give me the respect. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's what I, you know, for the, my, for the skill, you know, and shit like that. Now, I'm good, for real. And the, and the dedication. Yeah. The time put into it. Yeah, Like, you've been exactly. doing it for years. Exactly. Right? It'd be nice to feel like get the fruit you know what i'm saying like you know the fruits of my labor yeah you know i want that but i also want what i deserve Mm. you know what i'm saying that that's all Mm. you know i want what i deserve it's not always about what you want Mm. you know what do you think you deserve the best (laughs) (laughs) straight up the best life the the best you know in my idea of it you know uh, I think I deserve security. Um, I think everyone deserves to think that they deserve something. I feel like a lot of people just don't. I feel like we're programmed to not think that, mm. you know, like we were talking earlier about like being results driven. And, you know, I feel like we all deserve the best mm. at all points in times, you know. But I feel like we've been shielded from thinking that we can achieve that, mm. you know, or there's so many like or we've been taught to believe that there's so many little steps to get there. And I'm like, that's not true. Mm. You know, I think it's all in your mind. Or maybe. Maybe what we deserve is. Maybe we maybe we need to. I wouldn't say it's be more realistic because, you know, yeah. obviously it's, it's good to have unrealistic goals for your life and yeah. to dream big. And, but also like, like we kind of talked about, like enjoying the process and being and content journey. with like the journey itself is, should be enjoyable or you should try to, to learn to enjoy to it. To learn to enjoy it. You yeah. have to, because ultimately you, you know, you and, you know, the powers above put you here. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like your your thoughts and your what you say, your you know, how you spend your time, that's how you get to where you're at. It's, it, I feel like we just have to come to a point of acceptance mm. of like, you know, your current state mm. and realize that that's okay. Mm. No matter where it's at. Take take us back to to little Dom. Little Dom. <laughs> like Little Bill. <laughs> Straight up. Wait, what do you want to know about Little Dom? I mean, I mean, like what what were you like as a kid? Like what was your your family life like, your home life like growing up as a kid? Cuz all that shapes us, yeah, right? Yeah, it does. Um like you know, what And you don't I mean you can share whatever oh, you okay. want to share, but For sure. Um, but that's what I mean, yeah. 
man, as a kid, I was just kind of into a lot. I, I was kind of blessed. I was blessed with the opportunity to have options, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And options of what I wanted to do. My my mom was hell-bent on keeping us out of trouble, for real. Um, so, you know, I, I've experienced a lot, man. I've, I've had a, you know, a, a religious part of my life as a kid. I've had, you know, the rebellious part of my life as a kid, um, you know, I always had a wide range of friends, mm-hmm. you know, so I kind of experienced a lot. I got to do a lot of things, man. I I, I was very open-minded, mm-hmm. and my parents were open-minded as well. Um, it was my mom, my stepdad. Um, they're not no longer together, but uh, I met my biological father at nine, so that was kind of, you know, that kind of definitely did something. You know, I don't know what it did, but uh, it was part of who I am. And uh, me and him are still cool to this day. Mm. But uh, I was really, I, I'm I'm very family oriented. Like yeah. my, uh, I'm really in touch with my grandparents. I call my grandparents all the time. I talk to my mom every day. You know, like I, I know all my cousins. Mm-hmm. You know, I know. I know everybody in my family for the most part, and I'm really close to a lot of people in my family. And we're very uh, accepting of each other. You know, my whole family, they knew I was smoking a long time ago. Mm. You know, they knew I was into what I was into or doing what I was doing, but our families are really, like, accepting of everything, you know. So I got the chance to kind of just be who I am organically. I can't say that, like, my parents, like, tried to shape me in anything like you know how you have like you know the typical son dad played basketball mm-hmm. the moment that the son can walk they're in basketball camps and doing all kinds of shit because they just want their son to be like shaped into this basketball star yeah. or to go to college and do all this and that I never had none of that mm-hmm. you know like I had a what do you want to do oh that's cool and then I might not want to do that no more. Mm. And then they'll be like, okay, well, you're going to have to do something. <laughs> so figure out something else you want to do, you know? So I got I got a black belt by the time I was 12. <laughs> you know, I always did pretty good in school. I was always at school. I never, like, missed school. Like, I didn't skip school. I wasn't a school skipper mm. or none of that. Like, I always went to school. And when I was in high school, I went to school high as mm. fuck. You know what I'm saying? All the time. Can I cuss on here? Yeah, you're good. All right. <laughs> all right. Uh, um, but, you know, it, it was all part of like a my, my parents, they had me on a, they had a string on me, but it wasn't a tight one. Yeah. You know, they let me kind of develop into who I was organically, and I appreciate that. Mm. Yeah. No, I think that's, um, I would say similarly, my upbringing. Um. But there's that there's something powerful about that. Yeah. Like there's no, there's something about your parents giving you maybe guardrails. Yeah. But like, explore. Explore. Yep. And I think how that shapes us as adults. I know I'm super grateful for. Yeah. My parents for, a similar, you know. Yeah. And perspective was, of raising us. And there was definitely dark moments, you know, like my mom and stepdad got divorced twice. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like went through that with my with my mom. Like, I remember like we had like crazy ups and crazy downs. You know what I'm saying? We had times where, you know, 
everything was all good. And then next thing you know, it's ramen noodles every night. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We didn't even understand why. Because mm-hmm. you're a kid, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't understand, like, oh, damn, like, mom is poor as shit right now. Like, mm-hmm. you don't even know because that's not what you think about. Mm-hmm. Like, you're thinking about, like, going to school, you know, and seeing your friends at school and stuff. Like, you know, you're not. I, I couldn't have friends over. Mm. That that's probably that's another reason probably why like my parents let me kind of just roam and do whatever because I could never have friends at my house. Mm. Uh, so I was always at everybody else's house, you know. So I don't know, man. Got me thinking. Just <laughs> memories, man. Like for real. Where Good does times. where does uh, music come into all this? Uh, my mom, uh, she was in band. Mm. Uh, she didn't do music when I was a kid like that was just kind of like what she did when she was in college and stuff like that Um, so there there wasn't really music around as far as instruments or anything like that Um, except for my cousins my cousins played drums and stuff and um, it really just came from my parents love of music Mm -hmm. that got me into music so my parents are always into CDs. My my dad had every my stepdad had every rap CD that you can think of. Mm. You know, R and B too, you know. And then it got me into music where I was like, you know, twelve years old and I wanted this C D for Christmas, you mm. know, and like things like that. Um I was cognitively listening to music a lot earlier mm. than people, you know what I'm saying? Uh and then it developed me, you know, being on the new mixtapes, like I always knew about the mixtapes that were coming out. I always knew about, you know, new artists before they even blew up, you know, and just, I was just into different stuff, you know, like I had the side of me that, yeah, Lil John and the Eastside Boys was killing it, right? But at, during that same time, I'm listening to Lupe Fiasco, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like I'm listening to uh, Dilated Peoples, mm. Mob Deep, you know. A lot of DMX, mm-hmm. and my dad was obsessed with that dude. <laughs> my stepdad was like, I think like every bald guy back then, every bald black guy when DMX came out was. This is my guy. That's my dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's like, it was just the common, like, you know, bald guy. Bald, if you were bald and into motorcycles and black, guaranteed you fuck with DMX. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, DMX was his favorite rapper. Like, I don't know. So, you know, a lot of that. But uh, my dad would let me, my stepdad would let me borrow his CDs. I call him my dad because he was basically my dad. I didn't yeah. know my dad until I was nine. But, um, you know, he's my dad. My uh, biological father is my father. There's mm-hmm. two different things. Dads and fathers are two different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, man, just uh, being able to just roam through CDs, they didn't really, like, censor what I listened to either. They weren't like, oh, you can't listen to music with cuss words in it or nothing like that. I just better not cuss in the house. Like, mm-hmm. that's just all. Like, don't cuss in front of them or, like, whatever. Because that's disrespectful, you know what I'm saying? But, um, but yeah, just them having a collection. Mm-hmm. I was able to, it's like the Akashic Records of music, hip-hop music for me, you know? So I was with it. So when did you start making your own stuff? How does... At what point did you go from a a person who enjoyed listening to it and, you know, even the lifestyle and the culture of it to, like, I think I want to make music? Well, me and my friends started dabbling in high school. 
we were like 16, 15, 16 years old. Just hopping on a computer, pull up Audacity. Heck yeah. You know what I'm saying? Grab a beat from God knows where <laughs> and just record. We used to record on this little mic. The mic looked like a straw. Remember those? Yeah. <laughs> um, and we just kind of did some fun stuff. I, I laid a couple verses down. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I like the idea of being a rapper before actually putting in the work of doing it. So yeah. I was kind of like trying to like, you know, but I never like paraded around as like, oh, I'm a rapper in mm -hmm. high school. I just kind of like did it for fun. And, you know, I always wrote, you know, poetry or like uh, I used to write R&B songs and mm -hmm. stuff, you know, in my little composition notebook i was always writing you know whether it's a story or that type of stuff um so really i just took my like one day i decided to really take my skill of writing to you know start really making music and that was when i went to college i went to college uh for a little bit and i ended up dropping out and with the last of my uh, student loan money. I got some unsubsidized loans. I pulled out an extra thousand dollars in unsubsidized loans because I knew my grades weren't good enough to keep going. Because uh, I, I I got caught up and I went to ended up going to jail. My first year in college, like six months into college, I go to jail, mm. get a felony. You know what I'm saying? And then I'm just working at Sonic. You know, going to JUCO, trying to figure life out and. It's all of a sudden I, I met Currency and Wiz Khalifa one day because mm. um, I used to do like show promotions and stuff like that. I kind of got into like doing promoting for hip hop shows and stuff uh, with my boy Troy. Shout out to Troy Van Horn. Uh, he was like kind of like the first person that would bring underground rappers through. Mm. So like Smokers Club, all that shit. Mm. I wasn't even rapping then, mm. you know, when that that was coming around and Currency and Wiz Khalifa when he was first like getting big he would always do shows in Lawrence and uh my friend was the one who threw those and put them together so um I hung out with Wiz Khalifa one time at IHOP mm. uh and I met his manager Will I don't know if he remembers this or ever will but I remember it forever and this is when I'm just like helping promote shows and stuff and you know seeing somebody I looked up to as a rapper you know, because I was listening to Flights. That's when Flight School came out. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I was heavy on the Wiz Khalifa. And, uh, you know, seeing somebody in front of me that I looked up to so much, realizing that they're just kind of like a, they're just a normal person. Like, I just smoked a black and mild mm. and a blunt with Wiz Khalifa. And we just sat outside and had a conversation. And I asked him about, like, yo, like, with this rap shit, like, you know, what what's driving you to keep doing this? He's like, bro, I'm just doing what I can. And when he said that, like, I was like, yo, like, that's all everybody is doing. So, like, I'm like, I've ha always had this, like, fantasy of, like, oh, I can be a rapper, you know what I'm saying? Because I've, I, because of my knowledge of music, my love for the craft, you know, and I just started doing it and putting tracks together. I took my $1,000 unsubsidized loans right before I knew I was about to drop out of school and get kicked, basically to get all my student loans taken away, all that shit. You know, I couldn't continue school no more because I wasn't going to pay for it. And I went and bought like some basic recording equipment and I just started recording, bro. Mm -hmm. Started making music, recording in Cubase, my um, 
my one of my mom's friends was Cubase certified, hooked me up with uh, Cubase, and it was history from then. I started looking for beats and started <laughs> rapping and rhyming, like you know, and writing shit down, writing down my thoughts, and just kind of being as organic as possible, you know. But yeah, that's how it started, and now we're here. <laughs> I'm curious though, like your mindset at that time, right? Where it's like. How how you were, what, what grade were you when you dropped out? How much of college did you do? I only did like a year, bro. Okay. A so, year, so A year and a half, maybe. So six months into six, your freshman it's year. Six months into Benedictine, I go to jail. You go to jail. And I get out. I'm not going to act like I'm just like a thug or nothing because I was in jail for one day <laughs> and my mom came and got me out. But, you know, fuck Benedictine because y'all didn't call my mama mm-hmm. when I went to jail. She had to find out on her own. How'd she find out? I don't know. She, cause I talk, like I said, I talk to my mom every day. So when she don't hear from me, she knew, she knew something was up. You know, she didn't hear from me for a while after me hitting me up all the time. Cause I'm always, you know, so she called the school and then mm. the school told her, mm. but they didn't call her. They just took my phone. That's <laughs> whack. It's crazy. So you go for one night still though. I'm curious, like, how did that one night shape you? <laughs> I mean, it shaped me in a. It didn't shape me as far as like music goes, but it shaped me as in a way of like, uh, I'm not going to jail ever again. Hmm. You know, because I'm in jail with, I'm in Atchison jail. You know what I'm saying? So that jail is a lot different. There's people in holding to go to prison. Hmm. There it is. These aren't people that are just like, on some traffic charges and they're just serving 30 days or like whatever these are people that are like oh yeah i'm i killed a cop Mm. you know i spent a day talking to these people and i got like this crazy perspective on life to where it's like yo like you know i didn't think what i was doing would land me here so i'm just gonna do what i can to not be there anymore you know what i'm saying because i know like, I, I kind of, like, chilled out, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I changed my, kind of, like, my friend groups and, and stuff like that. And just wanted to, like, after that experience and then going through probation and, like, doing all these things, you know, like, I really wanted to be, like, a different person. And I realized that through those processes and going through that, that was, like, a lot of trauma for me, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because, like, I'm not, that's not who I am. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I just, then I, I just dove into music, you know, it was a way I, I couldn't go anywhere. My, uh, mom would not let me leave the crib because I, as long as I was living with her, I couldn't leave the crib. That's what drove me to move out, you know, also with foreclosure and things like that. But then I moved to the city. I moved to the city when I was like 19 mm. and ever since then I've been, you know, making music, and that's when Dom Chronicles happened, you know? So yeah. what's the, where's the name come from? Obviously, your name's Dom. Where's Chronicles yeah. come Chronicles from? Chronicles comes from, uh, you know, a chronicle is a written, recorded history of time. So mm-hmm. it's like basically whatever I'm writing, Dom Chronicles. It's like, Dom, that's me. Whatever I write down, that's a chronicle. Mm-hmm. So it's... You can put the Dom Chronicles if you want to. <laughs> you know, I don't refer to myself as that, but um, that's, you know, kind of where it comes from. You know, just knowing that everything is just a recorded p- 
point in the history of time, you know, past, present, sometimes future, if I want to manifest something. Mm-hmm. So you start, you know, getting serious about recording. You mm-hmm. use that thousand dollars subsidized, unsubsidized, whatever. You got, you know, some simple equipment. Yeah, and you're, you're. I'm in the house. Off to the races. You're in the house. Yeah, I'm you're in just the house putting right out projects. Because back then there was no streaming services, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I would just like put out. I would just rap, mix it myself. It was terrible. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it didn't sound like that that bad. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. it sounded like a mixtape. Yep. Um, and I, I would do my own art cause I didn't know any artists at the time, mm-hmm. you know, or people that did graphic design and things like that. You know, that, that wasn't happening a lot, you know, to where everybody can be a graphic artist or everybody can be, right. you know, get podcast stuff and do, you know, the opportunities are so crazy now, you know? Yeah. Um, but back then I didn't know any artists. So I would like, you know, do my own graphics I might like take a picture of something on my phone and then bring it into GIMP and do the thing, you know, or I might find something. I'm like a a, a finesse artist, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I might, I used to grab like three, four things, three different images. It might be a background or a wallpaper, a free wallpaper or something, and I'd manipulate it, right? And then add this and this on, on this, and then it just ended up looking clean though. So like yeah. I just, you know, kept doing that. Um, until I got my name out there a little bit in Kansas City. Back then, the scene wasn't shit, mm. <laughs> you know, so. What year was that, would you say? Shit. I put out my first, like, mixtape in 2011. Mm. Like, my first, like, little thing, 2011. But I f- really feel like I didn't find my voice until 2014. So I I consider 2014 my real beginning of like oh this is how you are campaigning records doing shows regularly with intent selling tickets really doing it you know I feel like the first few years was just me kind of like dabbling putting out music you know having people download it and just people getting a feel for who I was you know in my community Mm -hmm. and then from there I feel like 2014 is really when it I kind of put a stamp on like okay i'm a rapper Mm. you know i put out a record dope record i pressed it up Mm. had a dope release show toured Mm. you know things like that like really moving as a musician as a business you know trying to create um revenue Mm. you know and attempting to while still enjoying it yeah so we're almost 10 years almost 10 years next year is 10 years since that 2014 record yeah um it's crazy where you at how do you feel about like the last 10 years and like what you've seen over the last 10 years and where you want to be in the next 10 years and you know next 10 years i don't know let me see (laughs) let me go let me go oh over this past 10 years if i were to reflect i'm very happy with uh, what I've done, I'm very happy with the people I've come across, um, how I've made them feel, how they make me feel. Um, I'm very grateful as well because there's a lot of people that don't even get to this point, you know, to where they have like some sort of influence mm-hmm. um, in their community, you know. Um, you know, so I'm very thankful. I'm very grateful, you know, for the progress that I've had. 
and me understanding music and the music game and kind of like the industry and how it works, you know, sometimes it takes that long, you know, sometimes it's, it's not all like, I, I feel like it's a marathon, not a sprint, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So, you know, you got some people that blow up in two years or like, you got some people like, you know, that'd be like, oh yeah, I just started recording last year and they just blow up, mm -hmm. you know, and that's okay. You know, you got some people that just been at it for, it might be they 12th year in, you know, people will be like, oh, Larry June, right? Larry June been making music for like 10 years mm -hmm. 11 years you know currency 20 mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah. like you know lil wayne's easily 25 years in mm -hmm. to 30 years in like yeah. think about that like yeah. you know like of rapping mm. you know so it's like you really have to love it it's not about you really have to be doing it not even based off the success that you get in the plays and stuff, you got to keep just doing it because you want to, because that's who you are. That's the only way it connects. So that's what I do. Mm. Well, one just thing, keep on going. I definitely appreciate that about you, especially like, you know, the generation coming up and even a lot of millennials, there's just a lot of like, with, at the pace of social media right now, and there's just like really it feels like you got to do things so fast, you know, like it feels like, you know, if you're, if you haven't made it by 30, like, what are you doing, bro? You know what I mean? Like, it, like sometimes there's like those external pressures of That's like, crazy. it makes me feel really bad for like, I think Easton and I were even talking about this last week, but like, can you imagine the social pressure currently of like 15 year olds in high school, like feeling like they, they haven't done what their other, what their peers, peers have done by done. 15. Yeah. And you know, like we're kind of, you know, in, in the middle of, we, we've seen the gap of like the internet and yeah. social media and whatever, but like to them, that's all, they don't know the pre-internet world, yeah. you know, but I, I definitely appreciate about you just like this, this, I'm in it cause I love it and I'm going to do it another 10 years. And if it takes off, cool. If it doesn't, I loved it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and that's what resonates with people yeah you know that's what most of and then and i do think you even mentioned before this like that you do feel like you know there's kind of some momentum recently and, you, and you're you might be running the brink of becoming even more well known and yeah. being able to work with bigger people and and different things and and i really do um i feel that for you too and i hope that for you thank you um same whatever endeavors that you have whether it's with the podcast or yeah you know outside of that heck yeah man but it's like even if it doesn't right right it but it has to it it will at some point it has to bro <laughs> it's inevitable bro yeah that's how i think about it but that's why i feel like people should be into more things we were talking about earlier just like you know there's more to me than rap yeah you know you know i'm I'm not just that, so I feel like there's a lot of avenues and doors, mm -hmm. you know, for, you know, multi-dimensional creatives, you know what I mean? I got music. I love to DJ. DJing's been, that's been the thing people gravitate to me the most now, like, mm -hmm. you know, and for a while I was, like, unaccepting of it. Like, I was like, nah, you know, like listen to my music, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but that's not always going to be the case, you know what I'm saying? I got some people that just, like, 
they might not listen to my music like that, but they're at every single event that I spin at, mm. you know, because they just like my taste in music, mm-hmm. you know, or things like that. Like, so, you know, I'm, I've learned to be accepting of where my success may come from. I feel like a lot of people control Mm. where their success comes from like oh i want to be successful in this so they're blind to all the other things that they could be Mm. successful at too along the way Mm. you know what i mean so you know whether it's you know djing or you know i get a placement for a dope beat with somebody like you know a a placement with somebody dope you Mm. know with my production or you know i make a bigger name djing or something like that like i you know as long as I can make somebody feel good, that's the whole that's the whole goal. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like making people feel good. You know, yeah. serving people, serving people. Yeah, you know, yeah, uh, providing an experience. Yeah, you know, for people that's different. You know than what they're used to. Tell me about more than friends, bro. Have you been? No. Okay. <laughs> I heard about it. Um, I I hadn't even heard of it. Um, but the first episode of this I did with Monfoy. Okay. And Monfoy's like, he shouted you out in the, yeah. in the episode. That's my dog, bro. And, um, you know, he, he puts together playlists and like whatever and, and you know, loves music and the, the, you know, culture of that goes along with that. And Shout and out by design, man. Yeah, man. But yeah, he he just kind of was like, he was talking about some things that were going on in Brooklyn that mm-hmm. were like similar, like people discovering music and kind of DJing and mixing and, and like this community around people just getting together and listening and whatever. And, and he shouted you out and just said like, shout out to Dom with what he's doing with More Than Friends. And and so, so yeah, so I, I, I'm coming from a place of like, relationally, he shouted you out, but. I have no context. So more than friends is a party that I throw down at the ship uh, once a month. And we're working on getting it in bigger cities right now, but we've been doing it for a year. Mm. And these aren't my words, (laughs) but I heard it's like the best party in the town. Mm. That's what I heard. That's subjective. (laughs) I think it is personally. Um, But, uh, yeah, man, we bring some DJs from out of state. It's really a good platform for one people to, for one, for us to really bring the city together, you mm-hmm. know, in our in our crowds and show them new music as well as get play those things that get them get them going, you know. But it's also a good platform to bring other artists and other DJs in mm-hmm. from out of town because you know to keep it to keep it one hundred. A lot of these people that I want to come here, they wouldn't come here unless they were doing something like Mm -hmm. that. You know what I'm saying? Unless they had a gig or they had this. So, you know, Kansas City is like a, it's a cool city, you know what I mean? But there's a lot of people that wouldn't come here otherwise. So I feel Mm -hmm. like it's another way for, you know, some of these DJs that I know to consider not flying over this place you yep. gotta jump in here bro mm-hmm. like pull up pull up to more than friends we'll book you on more than friends mm. and then they'll be like dang i'll really get lit i can't wait to come back mm. i love that 
they might come longer. Like I got my boy uh, Olea, he's coming in, but he's like, I'm just spending the weekend out there. I ain't never been to Casey before, so I'm letting him, you know, get the loft. You know what I'm saying? Um, and uh, you know, I'll go stay elsewhere, and we're just gonna make a whole weekend out of it. You know what I'm saying? We got more than friends on the 28th, um, and uh, you know, it's just we're just really making it like a, a community. Mm. You know, um, there's never any funk, mm. there's no fights. Everybody in here is, everybody there is really like, they're there to dance. They're there to have a good time. We got our own drink now. Mm. It's called Passionate Friends. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, we're working on some more stuff like merchandise and things like that. And really just expanding it, expanding it into like a, you know, it's really going to be like, it's more than a party, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I want people to think about just the concept of more than friends in their homes, mm -hmm. you know? So we have the playlist that we have, you know, a pretty interactive website right now. And, you know, people are just really gravitating toward the brand a mm -hmm. lot, you know, um, as yes, it is a party. Yes, it is this, but, you know, we put a lot of work in, in our marketing. We put a lot of work into like, you know, the messaging of what we're doing, like, this is where love happens. So, like, automatically you're speaking love into it. Mm -hmm. So we only want people that are in the frequency of love to be there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it, and that's how it is. Like, I, we want you there in that frequency, mm. you know, no less. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's a it's a good event. Lots of people, lots of diversity, you know, um, between, you know, sexes and race and uh, how you identify mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying just bringing it all together that's cool mm -hmm. how long you been doing it now a year year uh we did it a year last month was our one year anniversary and they've been every month every month we don't do every single month we take off uh november and january mm -hmm. but 10 times but then we're trying to get I'm, i want to add new york once a season mm-hmm LA once a season, you know, Atlanta, if you see this, holla at me, let's, let's figure something out. Atlanta would be a cool place. Atlanta would be a cool place mm -hmm. to tour too. Um, but yeah, I, I'm looking at it as a, as a vehicle for me right now. And, and, you know, the team, you know, we got a nice little team going and I, I'm very grateful, very, very blessed with the opportunity and the, the idea, mm. you know? So, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, bro, you got to pull up sometime. It's a good time. We just DJ, you know what I'm saying? Uh, have a good time, bro. Like, we get to go back to back a little bit, mm. you know, try to feature an artist. And uh, I don't know. It's real simple, but it's when you get there, you'll feel it. it I can't really describe it, you yeah, know what I'm different. saying? It's, it's a different feeling. I, I thank God every time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's, you know, a lot of it probably comes down, without even having been there, a lot of it comes down to, I think, your disintentionality to to build community. Like, yeah. it's more than you. It's more than... It's bigger than me. You, you know, it's it's a community. And, and part of it, too, is, like, you've been here a long time. And you, I'm sure you've had opportunities to leave, but you're still here, right? Yeah, I've had some opportunities to leave. And, you know, not all of them worked out the way I wanted them to, but above having opportunities to leave, I have opportunities to 
wherever I go to return. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's more important than like, I feel like a lot of people move and they do their thing, you know what I'm saying? But that's based off like, you know, what you want to do. I, of course I want to live somewhere else for a while and do that, but that's not, I'm not going to like stress myself out trying to figure that out when I got a well-working machine here and if I can travel the nation and the world and still have a yep. home base, mm-hmm. I'm cool with that. My, I, I'm like a nomadish kind of person, you know what I'm saying? So my goal is to always be on the move. So it really don't matter where I live at as long as it's somewhere I want to live. You right. know, like I don't mind living here. Um, New York is very inviting, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. LA has always been an inviting place for me. Um, but you know, I would love to spend months in different places. Like, you know what I'm saying? I want to, I'd love to live in Tokyo for three months. Mm-hmm. If I had the opportunity to do it, if I got some work or if mm-hmm. I got something, you know, going or some, you know, a creative project or something like that, I would love mm-hmm. to do that. Same with a lot of other places. So, uh, you know, I, I love it here. Mm-hmm. I love Kansas city, man. Mm-hmm. Like I'm always going to. So when you, and I think that that's the other thing too, is like, kind of the thing I wanted to kind of point out was just, you know, you've chose to invest here, yeah. you know, you've invested time and, and energy and partly because you, you started out here, you grew up here and you got family and all that. But regardless of that, like we've all had the opportunity to leave at some point and, but you've stayed, yeah, yeah. You've, you're here and you, you've invested, you know, decades into Kansas city and yeah. a decade of your music choosing to, you know, do it here and or at least be based here, you know, yeah. and, um, and I respect that. That's what's up. You know? And I think, I think Kansas city is going to grow Yeah, for sure. Like it's, yeah. it's it, inevitable. Easton and I, we were talking again to refer to our conversation last week, but just that like Kansas city itself even feels like there's kind of this momentum that's kind of happening. Like, I don't know, like there's just kind of things are about to, it, it may not, be like super fast like blow up or whatever and obviously we don't want it to get too crazy like right. we kind of like that it's affordable and you know but yeah but as far as like things to do and things going on like there, there's more and more happening and there's more and more people i think who are trying to put kansas city on the map and at least make it a destination yeah yeah exactly and i i think that's been one of my biggest goals mm. here you know what i'm saying and creating I think more than friends is that event, you know what I'm saying, that creates it to be, that makes it like more attract, attractive. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like we're all doing things to make our city more attractive mm-hmm. in a way, you know what I mean? Um, you know, to where, you know, I'm tired of people confusing it. You know, like, <laughs> like that's like the common things. Like, mm-hmm. uh, everybody thinks they're in Kansas when they're here. They right. don't know the difference. But right. if more people came here, they would know the difference. Mm-hmm. And then, not that one's better or the other. I hate that conversation. But um, it's just crazy that people come to Kansas City, Missouri, and still think they're in Kansas. <laughs> and it's really just because they don't think hard enough yeah. about this place mm-hmm. and what it has to offer. Like, people don't know that the Kauffman Center is, like, probably the best-sounding mm-hmm. theater in the nation. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's... It, it's built that way on purpose, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Or like people don't really like people look at our football team and that's it. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like we're a very art based city Mm -hmm. and you know, I feel like it's, you know, it's coming back around. 
you know, to where people realize it for the actual things that drive it from the the inside Mm -hmm. versus the out, you know what I mean? Like, we're just not the chiefs, you know what I mean? Like, we have so much to offer, Yeah, you know, as far as a city, and that's why people are moving here. Mm -hmm. I've I've seen a lot of people from Texas move here, Uh, a lot of Cali, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of California people pull up here and, you know, it's just going to grow from that, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I'm excited. What's kind of a, you know, what are you working on right now? What, I know, you know, you had a couple weeks ago, a single, you just had another one mm-hmm. yesterday. Yeah. Um, what are you working on? What, what do you want people to, to know about? Man, I'm, I'm just, uh, my, I'm working on being as consistent as possible right now you know it's not necessarily it's necessarily about like what i'm doing but trying to be consistent and intentional sometimes it's hard to be consistent and intentional because what's consistency consistency is like doing something on a regulated kind of basis right Mm but that basis is subjective you know Mm -hmm. i'm saying consistency is once a week Mm -hmm. consistency is every day so it's really just like being figuring out the my whole like plan of being consistent in my own way Mm -hmm. um, to where people can, cause you're still selling to where people can digest. You have to like keep in mind that yes, you're doing this for you because it's your expression and things like that, but you're also doing it for others. Um, So you have to take others to some degree, um, you know, into consideration. So like for me, the way I take others in consideration is my timing mm-hmm. versus what I do. Cause I feel like, you know, I I don't mean to, to be braggadocious, but I feel like whatever I do is going to be dope. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's going to be fire. Cause I, I imagine that that mm-hmm. way, you know what I mean? Like I feel like people are grab. That's why people gravitate toward me because of everything that I do. But the timing of where people can, digest it all mm-hmm. is very important mm-hmm. you know so um i'm always working on music that's like always happening i'm working on an album mm-hmm. for next year uh i got some eps that i'm working on with some producers i got some stuff with other producers i'm also producing uh, i just produced a project for uh my boy riley i just did just the beats and we're going to put that out package that up package that up put it together but uh yeah just like just being consistent with like communication with people you know and making sure that everybody's enjoying working with me too you know and that's how you continue to build those creative relationships um but yeah uh, spite the spices, mm-hmm. you know, I got these incense trays and incense I'm working on. Mm. Just trying to have things that like stand the test of time, you know, cause a song, a song is timeless. A shirt is not, mm-hmm. you know, I want to, I want to learn how to create things that you're going to keep for years, mm. you know what I mean? And, and look at it and be like, oh, that's really tight. 
you know, it's really cool that that I have that or, mm-hmm. you know, oh, this tastes good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that's why I'm, I do the seasoning because I like to cook. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking about it, and I'm like, yo, like, let me do something for my, like, home chefs out there. Not even people that, like, put it out there like that, you know. Not mm-hmm. everybody's trying to be a chef. But if you could, like, you know, get something different to spice up your home life, you know what I'm saying? And that's what's up, you know, same with the incense trays. It just adds, like, like decor yep. and things like that, you know. Makes you feel good when you look at it. You're like, man, this is a, I have a nice living room, you know yep. what I'm saying? Let's add this. Like, ah, dang, this just swish it up, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, you know, I'm very inspired by, like, interior design and stuff these days, so... Yeah, I've been loving your, yeah. like, even on threads recently, you've been, I noticed you've been doing some, like, inspo. Yeah, yeah. Inspo. I have, some, bro, I have a whole gallery of that <laughs> shit, like, you know, so. But even just getting into things that, like, uh, my goal is to express myself in all ways that I enjoy. So I like plants, right? Mm-hmm. What's stopping me from making my own pots? Yep. You know what I mean? Like, it's really not that hard you know, to do it, mm. you know, like, but a lot of people don't realize that it's not, mm. you know, um, you know, I want to write a book one day, mm-hmm. you know, uh, things like that, you know, and to keep studying, mm. you know, I, I study a lot. How and what would you do to, you know, encourage the 15 year old kid? Right? Like, take yourself back to, you know, high school. Maybe maybe it's more like the college years of discovering, like, I want to start making music. How would you encourage somebody who's not where you're at, right, mm-hmm. to, to get where you're at? Man, I, I feel like don't do it for... Uh, an outcome of, you know, I feel like you got to have the right reasons to do something. Yeah. So um, just whatever you're doing, whatever you decide to do, do it for the right reasons. The right reasons could be whether you enjoy it, like you enjoy rapping, Mm. rap. Now, if you're rapping to be cool, that's not cool. It's telling, you know what I'm saying? And people can tell that you do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, or if you're making, you know, if you're doing it, don't, don't do anything for no kind of clout. Like don't, that's not the reason why you should be doing anything. You shouldn't be, yeah. It's something that you love too. You have to take money out of the equation too. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, of, of course you want to eventually make money and off what you're doing, but you have to understand that the spirituality behind creativity you know i think uh you know you're a pencil up there is the artist you know i'm saying you're an artist but you're really just expressing things that are channeled through you from something else you know i'm saying whether they're but you're a vessel yeah um you know so learn how to be a vessel Mm. you know whether it's for the most high or to be able to channel your emotions, you know what I'm saying, as fluidly as possible. Um, you know, 
I feel like there's there's also just countless um, examples of you know people that make music for money, you know, but you have to enjoy it at, at least a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like a lot of people be capping. Mm. I'm like, oh, I ain't no rapper. I just get I'm just getting this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but you are a rapper though. You obviously yeah. like doing it a little bit, you know what I'm saying? So, um, but really just love it, you know, unconditionally. Um, and it's okay to have a job when you're be doing a creative endeavor. It's okay. Quit thinking that it's not okay to get a job. I think that's the dumbest thing people do is they're like, oh, I want to be a rapper. I don't work. Or I want to be this. Oh, I'm, I'm not working a job. You better go to work, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because there's nothing worse than, you know, there's nothing cool about being like, broke because the the money the money is so endless in the world there's there's to be no reason why like unless you can't like physically do something there should be no reason why there's not enough energy in you to provide for yourself yeah. when when you get to the state of providing for yourself when it comes to shit you're you can hear just everything's just a lot different yeah. when you make music and stuff like that um until you get there, until you get to that point to where you're there, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know, I, I was there for a little bit, and, you know, even for me, like, I, I'm very transparent mm -hmm. with people, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, don't, I don't mind working, or as long as it's something I like, mm -hmm. you know? But, yeah, don't, don't stress yourself out going crazy and going crazy broke over this because there, there's other ways to do it you know what i'm saying I, I feel like that's how people like drive themselves down and they never become successful because they you know feel like this is the only way that i can create revenue and that's not you know there's so many in like money is an energy you know what i'm saying so like really treat it like that you know what i'm saying it's gonna it's gonna come don't be discouraged you know because you're not living off your art you know, like, that's okay. You know, you're going to get there. Um, trying to think of anything else that I would tell someone. It, be authentic, man. You know, just be real. Mm. You know, because if you, I don't know, we all don't like the, we all, we all think the same thing about the artist that, like, you know, you'll sit there and rap about pulling up in a Bentley but you pull up to the show in a broke down Camry. Like this mm -hmm. rap about your broke down Camry. Like, you right. know what I'm saying? Be honest. Like, be honest. Be honest. <laughs> be honest in your music. Be honest with your art. Mm -hmm. uh, like it, it's amazing. Like the, the, the what honesty mm -hmm. in your craft and what your art and where you're actually at at the point in time brings out of people, you know? So, yeah, that's what I'll say. Just be authentic. Be honest. Be you know, I'm not going to say be relatable because that's subjective as yeah. fuck, you know, so. Um, but just 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 be yourself. Yeah, that's it. That's good. Yeah, man. You um, you mentioned. You know, you, you, you made a comment just now about, you know, being a vessel and being, you know, being a pencil and the artist is upstairs. And even earlier, you know, you mentioned in your childhood having like 
a religious, you know, stage? Like, how does that play into what you're doing now? And how how do you see all that um, now, I guess? I, I definitely include my idea of God is a lot different, you know, than your religious ideology of it. You know, I feel like it's all it's all connected. You mm. know, I feel like God experiences through us. Mm. So we're connected to that. I don't think it's anything separate. Um, so I, I'm very heavy in putting putting that in my music, you know, um, to where I feel like it's all, it's all just really an energy, but there is like, there's, there is a right and wrong, you know, to it. There Mm -hmm. is, you know, morality, Mm -hmm. you know, I believe in morality. Uh, I believe, that prayer is one of the most powerful things that you can do. Um, Faith is very important. And faith in higher power is what drives uh, humanity. Yeah. Um whatever form that is for you. Um, So to have a connection is priceless. Having a divine connection, having a connection to the divine is like, is priceless. Everybody should have their, have a connection. Mm. Um, But, you know, I went to church and stuff, but I feel like through going through all that and understanding it, a little bit differently. Uh, I've kind of developed my own, I wouldn't call it my own religion, but my own kind of spiritual practices, you know, mm. to where I'm like in the, it's hard to be in the middle, but I like, I feel like I'm, I find that medium between like understanding that yes, there's these religions, they all kind of point to the same thing. Uh, I believe, I believe in the, the, even the dark arts of things, you know what I mean? Like, you know, occultism, you know what I mean? I, 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 that stuff has validity as well. You know, it's all valid. Um, and really the world is like what we really make it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I I believe in magic, Mm. you know, uh, I believe that there is a war, Mm going on that you can't see yeah um i believe that our realms are slowly but surely compressing Mm -hmm. together because you know we're headed to an infinite like everything's gonna speed up so fast and get so hot to where eventually it's just gonna go away Mm -hmm. you know so i want to make I don't know if that'll happen in my lifetime. Probably not, you know, but um, we're we're changing with the universe at all points in time. So um, I feel like spirituality is it's a developing thing. You're not always going to be in the vibration that you want to be in, but you have to know how to get back 
to the vibration you want to be because we do have all these distractions. We are of the world mm. at the same time. So the world is meant to distract you from, you know, that connection. But I think just having a divine connection and however you do it, whatever is best for you, um, is, is, it's a game changer. Mm. You can't just be out here. I, I don't believe in believing in nothing. Mm. You know, I, I could never be atheist. Yeah. You agnostic. know what I'm saying? Or agnostic. Agnostic yeah. is, agnostic is believing in a higher power, but understanding that you don't have the understanding to comprehend exactly what it is. And that's okay too. Yeah. You know, but not believing in nothing. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I refuse to believe in just, what's in front of me because we don't see everything. Our brain only processes 11% maybe of what's in front of us at all points in time. You know what I'm saying? Like the colors we see aren't really the colors they are. It's mm -hmm. the colors our eyes perceive them to be. We don't know what color trees are Yeah, for real. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Cause everybody sees them different. We know what color things are based on our perspective. So I think, everything's perspective you know how you look at things and that's that what brings the energy and that's what creates the aura around you you know if you if you're if you don't believe in nothing and you think we're all doomed and you think life is a big fucking joke then your life's gonna be a joke mm. but i don't think that way you know what i'm saying I, I think that like we're all put here for a reason for a purpose even if it's like that one person that you might say some encouraging words to on the street that you don't know who they are but that might have changed their fucking life yep you know what i'm saying that could have been one of your things you know mm -hmm. that could have been your your purpose mm -hmm. you know or your purpose can be bigger but it's all based on like i feel like your thoughts become things mm -hmm. you know i'm really big in the, i like neville goddard mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying uh you know uh, the world, he said, the world is a mirror, mm. you know. So whatever your inside is, that's what reflects outside. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Your space, your, you know, your financial well-being. You know how you look on a day to day is a reflection of how you feel on yep. the inside. You know what I'm saying? You know. So I, I just, I just hope for people to understand that above all you know what i'm saying and um you know just having a good relationship with the divine and god or allah or like whatever you whatever you believe in is healthy mm. and uh it's 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 needed it's mm. good yeah <laughs> yeah man well i love i love i love this type of shit What's kind of uh, some things that you do? Maybe it ties into the spirituality aspect of things. Mm -hmm. Maybe it doesn't. But like, what are some things you do to to live healthy rhythms to to maintain like um, main, maybe maintain that consistency, maintain that intentionality, maintain all the things that you're doing, and and making sure that you're showing up for people and serving people and and putting art out into the world and putting your best self and in, in your creative work and you know like all the things like are there things that you do maybe practically maybe theoretically whatever to to maintain that yeah um 
I meditate daily. I'm not a complete saint, though. Sometimes I miss it. Um, but I can tell when my day is different. I can tell my day is different when I don't. Or maybe that's my mind. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, so I meditate. I try to eat pretty well. Mm-hmm. Eat good. I try not to eat a lot of bullshit. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's that's what be messing people up a lot. Yeah. You know, your mind can't be clear if you're eating McDonald's every day. It's not possible. You know, or you're putting the wrong things in your body. I try to be. Now I ain't gonna say I don't live. You know, what I'm saying I'll get a little piece. I get some candy. You know, every <laughs> now and then. You know, I'm, I'm going to the studio. I'm getting some gummy worms. Like that's happening. <laughs> But it's not like I keep just like candy at the house, you know. Mm-hmm. You like to cook, so you enjoy. I like food to cook. Yeah, I like process. food. Yeah, I like the process of putting it together. And that's another thing too, just spending time with myself. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gr- I, I love my alone time to do whatever I want to do, and it doesn't even have to be music. Just like I like. You know, waking up early in the morning, make me a little cup of coffee, turn on the vinyl, mm-hmm. clean some, mm-hmm. you know, and just like, just might listen. I listen to, uh, there's a guy I listen to, his name is Joseph Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's really dope. You should check him out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send you a link. Yeah, send it to me. Uh, but I listen to like very encouraging things about like, you know, your mind, mm-hmm. um, repetition, like hearing that those types of things repeatedly mm-hmm. uh, makes you make you really feel it you know that you're like you know that you're on the right path you know what i'm saying uh you know i create mm-hmm. that's essential to my uh spiritual practice because i think Music is a spiritual thing. You know, it all came out like how music was created was spiritual. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like it came from nothing. Mm -hmm. You know, we all used to be, everybody used to be beating drums around fires. Mm -hmm. And now we're, have whole music programs with any instrument that you can think of, Mm -hmm. you know, so. Um. I go for walks in nature. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to drop where I go. <laughs> I'm gatekeeping. <laughs> I'm going to gatekeep my nature park. <laughs> Parkville. Uh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you watch this Parkville Nature Sanctuary, that's my vibe. <laughs> You might find me up there reading a book, meditating, chilling on the bench. on the bridge. <laughs> yeah. They're fixing the waterfall right now, so it's just kind of dusty right there at that area. But mm-hmm. I go deep in, or I might go for a trail run. Like I, I, I have like uh, some certain shoes that I'll go for a little jog mm-hmm. through. You know, smoke some. Mm-hmm. I like being around trees and water. Water is my thing. I go to Cali on the 18th, so I'm excited to get, you know, near a beach. Yeah. You know, just kind of hang out. 
But yeah, I just make sure I, I do things that I really enjoy. Like I, I, and take care of myself and take care of my things. Like I, I like going to car wash. I'll go wash my, that's a form of meditation for mm-hmm. me. I'll get my joint, get my coffee, meditate, boom, drive to the car wash, wipe my shit down. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Treat it like it's the next car I want. You know? And yeah, man. Just take care of your space and your energy. I feel like that's very important. Yeah. I don't have anything really like, I feel like the only practical things you can do is like, you know, meditate, eat good, pray, uh, tell your people you love them, and, you know, spend some time with your craft and what you love to do. And that's how you stay, stay good. It's good. Yeah, dude. You got a show coming up. Yeah. Uh, I got... A DJ show, a DJ gig out in L.A. and doing a cuffing season party on the 21st. And then More Than Friends is coming up on the 28th of this month. And uh, we're working on um, this cool little festival. It's going to be in October. Cool. Yeah. Where's that going to be? Here. Here. Mm-hmm. As like a part of More Than Friends? Mm-mm. It's going to be another thing. Cool. Yeah, I teamed up with some good peoples. And uh, we're gonna try to create a unforgettable experience for people here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you got more details about that that you, that you're allowed to share or anything? I'm gonna wait. Yeah. I'm gonna wait. Uh, I'm gonna just say it's me, Kai Colors, uh, Ashan, um, you know, Wasteland Swan, Reality Makers, kind of just cool. Teaming up. Heck yeah. You know, you'll see. <laughs> October. October. Cool, man. Well, thank you for being here. No, no problem, bro. I appreciate it. I had a good time. I enjoy the space a lot. I like these uh, kind of free speaking mm-hmm. vibes, you know? It's good. It's good. I appreciate what you're doing. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, again, just to reiterate, like, um, I said it to Easton, but I say it to you, too. Like, I'm, uh, you know, as someone who's, been in Kansas City for a bit now and and where are you from I'm originally I'm all over man I was born in Louisiana okay so I'm from like Baton Rouge New Orleans area nice uh we moved to Colorado when I was 10 um really grew up in Colorado and then moved out here in 2017 okay and then had a stint in Vegas for two years and then back came back so kind of kind of back and forth a bit that's what's up but yeah you're a nomad yeah, but I just I just appreciate people who are uh, who are building things here. Yeah, you know, and and that's one thing I don't even think that like my intention even in starting this was really to that to be a focus. Like I I think in my mind it's something that can serve people even globally. But as I've started to have more conversations and and have tried to like I don't want to do like the Zoom call like podcast like I, I want to be in person you know yeah, offer it and so because of that it's forced it to be people who are here you know or like whenever we went to new york and i just you know shoulder tap month for i was like yeah yo, yo let's hang um but i want to be in person and and so it's naturally kind of just become like the kansas city circle of people who are just casey creatives who are just been investing in the area and and um 
like I said, I didn't, I didn't intend for it to be that conversation, but, yeah. but, but it kind of has, is like evolving into that a little bit. And, um, it may not be forever. You know yeah, what I mean? Like exactly. hopefully, it, hopefully, you know, I can start to expand it a little bit and maybe take a couple of trips and kind of shoot some like in different places where we have some friends and, but, um, whatever it becomes, I'm just, I'm proud to live in a city that has people like Dom who is proud to be here and create art here and build mm-hmm. community here yeah. and, and, um, anything I can do, you know, to, to support you and whatever. I'm, that's where I'm just like, that's what I want to be, you know? So it's real. I can only appreciate that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what's up, bro. Well, thanks for your time today. Thank you, bro. Um, I'll have to come check out More Than Friends. Yes, you got to come <laughs> through uh, More Than Friends or a show. You know what I mean? Or just to hang out, bro. Let's hang out, bro. You're, you're cool beans. Cool, man. So let's get it, bro. All right, man. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the episode today. I really hope that you're able to take something practical away from this conversation and apply it to your own life. Thank you again for all of you for listening on this journey with me. Thank you for investing your time into taking time out of your day to listen to this podcast. It really means a lot. Your time really means a lot. So I'm just really grateful for everyone who's been listening over the last couple of weeks. Definitely check out Dom's music. Everything is going to be linked down below as well as his most recent single, which actually came out about a week ago called Love Hate that you can check out now. Definitely look into all this stuff. Give him a follow on Instagram. Um, and then be on the lookout as well, down in the link below. We have a Discord chat that's coming to the Scene Creative community really soon. So down below, you can sign up to be the first one to know when that's available. So you can jump on the wait list down below. As always, make someone feel seen this week. Peace.